Good morning, Hammers fans. I hope you're all well. I'm Nick, and this is Claret and Booze. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the Moyes master plan, because it seems that the primary targets are starting to reveal themselves. There's been a little bit of frustration over the likes of players that we've been linked with for a long period of time, the likes of Lewis Potter and Hickey, both of who have just moved on to, uh, to, to Brentford. But... Some comments that have, that have been released in relation to those players allude to the fact that David Moyes may, although they might have been on the shortlist and we were looking at them, they were never high on his list of priorities and Moyes wanted better. For instance, apparently he didn't overly rate Hickey. We've had him looked at, we've had him scouted, but that doesn't mean that we actually wanted the player. The same for Lewis Potter. Um, although there are reports that say we had talks with Lewis Potter, but Lewis Potter wanted... Um, he wanted guarantees of first team football, which David Moyes is is, is never he's never going to do that, is he? So, what we're starting to see now are serious moves for serious players in all of the key positions that we've spoken about. Now, before we go into that, I'm going to talk about um, David Moyes and what I feel like he's, what his master plan is. We can all see that from his from his previous signings, but we're going to touch on that a little bit more and the style of team that we're going to be. But, as I've just said, before we do that, um, as always, if you're new to the channel, um, please subscribe. You know, there's, there's, I'm, I'm one of three. You've got me, Gary, and John. Um, we're constantly putting out shows all the time. And, yeah, if you like the show, once you've watched it, give us a like. It really helps us. Okay, the Moyes master plan. Now, if you look at players that Moyes has signed since he's been in, if you look at the profile of player, um, Thomas Suchek, uh, Vladimir Sufal, just as two examples, they've got steel. They've got steel and, you know, Thomas Suchek will run through brick walls for you. Vladimir Sufal, the same. Um, they are tough, horrible players, okay? They're, 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 they really are. There, there, was plenty, there were plenty of examples last season. Uh, Aston Villa was one of them whereby Steven Gerrard said after that game, he said he's never played a team as physical as us. We are horrible. It's almost like, it's almost like I'm, I'm starting to feel like David Moyes is building the new crazy gang to a degree. I, I think we're intimidating. Even if you look at our talisman, Declan Rice, right? He's, he's a great player, but he's a bit of a shithouse footballer as well. And he kind of illustrated that. If you remember, go back to the um, to the Kidderminster game where um, he, he kind of, he, he came off the bench and he broke everyone's hearts, everyone who's not a West Ham fan because everyone wanted Kidderminster to win that because they probably deserved it. It came off the bench, just literally ran through their team, scored and then proceeded to dance. He is a shithouse player. He's, he's so many yellow cards I didn't realise it. In, across all competitions, the Premier League, no, domestic Premier League, the Cups and the European League, 13 yellow cards last season, Declan Rice. He is getting fierce. Um... And I think that's what David Moyes wants. That that is like a core requirement for everyone that's in a David Moyes team. He he, he doesn't he doesn't want any any pussyfooting around. He wants us to scare the opposition. Um, and like I say, I'm not saying we're going to be like Wimbledon because they were all about being physical. I think we're going to be in that mould, but with a sprinkling of magic as well. You know, we can hurt people, so we're going to bully and beat them up, and then we're going to play some ama amazing football as well. And I think that we can, like I say, we can see that. If you look, go back to the Aston Villa game again, you remember that one um, where 
all the memes came out after Soufal had Grealish in his pocket. And you you could see the message that had been sent before that game by, do you remember the Fredericks challenge where Fredericks went in a bit late and he went in, his, his instant kind of reaction was to go over and, and, and help Grealish up. And Soufal went intercepted. He went, no, no, no. And we could all see what he said, you know, which was basically, fuck him. We are going to be even worse. If we can get some of these players that we are linked with now, and I, I, I think we are, like I say, I think the primary sign-ins are revealing themselves. If you look at um, Onana, what's his name? If you look at Onana, he's six foot, he's not six foot seven. I thought he was six foot seven. He's not. He's six foot four. Uh, he's a central midfielder. In the mould, in a similar mould to, to Declan Rice, he is incredibly aggressive, this this guy. He's got talent. He, he You know, he's, he's he's got great ball control, great passing, but he's the, the core part of his game is he is an absolute beast in central midfield. It looks like we're going back in for a third bid for him. Uh, David Moyes is fixated on that player for a reason, probably preparing. This is what we were talking about in previous shows preparing for when Declan Rice may go in the following season. He does look like the type of player that could fill Declan Rice's shoes. So getting him in now so he can acclimatise to the Premier League is, is it would be a genius move from, from David Moyes. And at 20 years old, if we end up paying £30 million for him, that's, that's going to be money well spent. You know, we're not going to lose any value on him. And he does look like a similar, a similar grade of player. Obviously, Declan Rice is world class. Time will tell. But, that is a good signing. And again, it's in that mould. He's a big, scary player. Um, if you look at David Rahm, who we are apparently... I'm over the moon about this more so than anything else. Um, David Rahm, the left-back from Hoffenheim, the uh, German international, you know, set-piece king. It looks like we're going to be going out and putting a bid in for him now. We're stepping up our interest in David Rahm. Um, he's always been our primary left-back target. I know there's been talk of Pellegrini. I think Pellegrini is a backup. Um, and Pellegrini isn't as bad as what I thought he was, by the way. I've done a little bit of reading into uh, that player now, and, and he's he's a very talented player. Suffered with injuries a bit, but I think he is a backup. The, the primary target is is David Rahm. He won't be cheap. You're looking at between 30 and 40 million. But he's, again, aggressive, fast Got a, got a great delivery. He, he's he's the same type of player. He's he's a fierce left back. Um, if you move on to the uh, the forward positions, uh, we've we've been linked with uh, Brozier of Chelsea, who is one of our primary targets. He absolutely is, uh, but we haven't made a bid yet. We, we've we've inquired about him. We've spoken to um, we've spoken to Chelsea, um, and as yet, no agreement. We haven't been able to come to an agreement. He's um, He didn't fly out with Chelsea to the US on their tour. But apparently he could be flying out there now. So that doesn't mean that a deal isn't going to happen. Uh, the rumour is that Chelsea want to have a look at the player first. But now rumours have obviously come out that everyone's seen now. Um, is it Skimaka? I'm sure that's how you say his name. Or Schumacher, Skimaka. Um, we're in for him. And, and that is, that's exciting for me. There are people that have likened him to... Um, to Haller and they'll say it will flop again. Well, no, I, I think he's, I think he's more aggressive than Haller. I don't think Haller was a typical number nine. He had the the build and the frame of a of a central number nine. But Haller was quite a static player. Yes, Schumacher is a is a, a forward player. He won't drift out wide. He will play central. He will, you know, he's he's gonna he's gonna hunt out goals. 
but he's more dynamic, he's more aggressive, he runs more than, than what Haller did. And plus, I've said it before, I think if David Moyes was to assign Haller now, rather than Haller having to have gone through all of that crap that he went through with previous managers and that bad start, would have been a different story. Okay, It isn't the profile of player that was wrong for West Ham, it was just the player and the... Um, the circumstances we was a vic- we was all a victim of circumstances with that he had to move on this we do need a center forward and and this guy is a a, a proper center forward he's massive he's six foot four i think six foot four six foot five really mobile for a bloke of that size as well he's aggressive super aggressive scary looking bloke he's got a great finish um he's got great touch he's got a good brain as well his movement is superb He's only 23. There's rumours that PSG are in for him as well. But then again, you're always good players are always going to be linked with the best clubs. If PSG wanted him, he'd be at PSG by now. They wouldn't be toying around over 30 million, 40 million. They would have gone in, paid the money, he'd be off. Now, his agents come out and said that um, in no uncertain terms, Schumacher will be playing in the Premier League next season. And I do believe that this player now has become our primary target. That's that, that, that's that's my opinion. If you look at if you look at all the murmurings that are coming out now, I'm not saying that I, I think people are jumping the gun a bit. I don't think we have placed a bid. I don't think we're in negotiations with with the player. I don't think we've gone that far. But there's no smoke without fire, and all of the main um, sort of reliable uh, news vendors uh, that are out there at the moment, you know, the the, the 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 proper sources, they're all talking about this deal now. So there is definite interest there. Um, we know that we're going to have to pay 30 to 40 million. He won't come cheap. He is established. He's an Italian international. This guy will 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 change the dyna- dynamic of the way that we play. A proper centre forward. Um, so yeah, I, I would be over the moon if if he came in. I really really would be. Uh, the other one, uh, which isn't going to go away, um, and it isn't. And you know what? Provided we get these other deals done, I don't mind because. Look, we don't need Jesse Lingard at the moment. I think Jesse Lingard would just add to what we're trying to do. Um, I personally think that deal's done. I think it is. I know he's dicking around wherever he is at the moment over in the US. But I think that's a done deal. I think that he will come to West Ham by the end of the transfer window or before the season starts at least. So we've got him and then the left winger that um, we're looking like making an offer in, an offer for. He's always been a a primary target, but Moyes wanted to get other... Positions covered first is uh, Ismail Saar now from Watford. Now we've 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 seen we've seen Saar for a couple of years now. His levels haven't really dropped. Struggled a little bit with injury from time to time, but he's a natural left-sided attacker. He's got so much pace. So to have the likes of Saar on the left with the addition of Ram behind him, that transforms us because even if you go back to the games, just I know you can't take too much from it. You know when we played Ipswich. Um, a lot of the attacks, a lot of the threat from Ipswich. Again, it came, it came down, it came down that side um, with with Cresswell. And this isn't me digging Cresswell out. You know, Cresswell was still uh, he's, he's 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 a really important player. You know, in in the mould of, of of Noble, but he is coming towards the end now. You know, for for a left back in a modern game, you need pace. Cresswell hasn't got pace, um, but what a backup! What a great player to have in the uh, in the squad. So so for me, that is a key positions. The key positions covered. So you're looking at left back David Rahm. You're looking at um, Anana in central midfield to come in and possibly replace Suchek, but maybe not because I think this might be more uh, a forward-thinking uh, move from from David Moyes to prepare for when David uh, Declan Rice goes because 
Anana will cost twice as much money in a year once we've sold Declan Rice for 150 million. So it makes perfect sense to bring this player in now, bed him into the Premier League, get him up to speed, and then it won't be such a shock to our system when he moves on. Uh, Ismail Saar on the uh, on the left hand side, Jesse Lingard, we know what he's all about, um, and the strikers, either Skamaka or Brozier. The only difference between those two, um, not talking about their playing styles or anything like that is that uh, Brojo would probably come in and he would share the burden of the attack with Antonio. He wouldn't complain about, about being a backup striker with Antonio. He wouldn't expect to come in and replace Antonio. I think an established Italian international, a player of the profile of Schumacher, comes in and he gets that centre-forward berth straight away. I don't think there won't be any bedding-in period for him. He goes straight in. So that's the only that's the only thing for me. I, I don't know whether Moyes is ready to to kind of release Antonio yet. But look, Antonio would still be the, a critical player for us because we all know how good Antonio is when he's fresh and he's fit and he's firing. And you don't have that Antonio when he plays game after game. You don't. You just see him start to deplete. And, you know, the, the performances naturally drop. Imagine having Antonio from the bench. Imagine having Antonio that you can play um, as an inside forward on the left, which is his natural position. It's his natural position. Even when you play him centre-forward, he drifts out wide to the left. Probably got one of the best crosses from that side in the team as well. He's, he, he, he's, he really has. I mean, that, that cross in the Sevilla home game that he put over to, uh, to Thomas Suchek for that, for that header, for the goal, one of the best crosses that, that, that we've had all season. So imagine having a centre-forward out there as well, and then you've got Bowen uh, in there. Add to that the players that we've bought. We've got a ball-playing fast centre-back now in Aguirre. We've got Oggy back. Um, and we've got Downs, who can kind of bed in gently. I think he's basically going to be a he's going to be a pit bull, a pit bull terrier that we can that we, we can unleash um, in certain games, just while he's sort of getting used to the uh, to the speed of the uh, the game, uh, speed of the Premier League. Um, but ultimately, he's going to be that type of player. He's going to come in and he's going to be fierce, and he's going to, you know, when we when we want to close the game down or or, or something like that, he's going to he'll, he'll fill the shoes of, of Mark Noble, I think. Um, but yeah, so that's where I think we are. I, th I think I think the the primary targets they have now revealed themselves. Whether we get them done or not, I don't know. But if we sign Shimaka, if we sign Saar, if we sign Ram. Uh, if we sign Lingard, if we sign Anana, if we if we sign those five players on top of what we've already got, I've I've kind of worked it out based based on what their their, their current values are or reported to be, and on top of what we've already spent, you're looking at around about 170 million there or thereabouts expenditure. That's without the players going out the door that are rumoured to be going. The likes of Vlasic, the likes of Ben Rama, the likes of Masuaku, Diop, and Although I don't, I still don't believe that one. Thomas Suchek, I think he'll only go if we can get a really good offer for him. Um, but nonetheless, I think now I'm, I, I, I can see Suchek being um, being a, a West Ham player next season. Uh, none more so because, like I just said to you, that the, the profile of players that we've got, Suchek does fit that. So there might be some some issues that they've got. I know over the contract and everything else. I'm sure it's nothing that can't be resolved. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's where I think we are now. If we can have those players on top of what we've already got now, that really does make us a force. It makes us an absolute force because the core of what we'll be trying to do, like I said, the players that we're bringing in will be scaring opposition. We'll be we'll be kicking them up in the air. We'll be, we'll be bullying them. But then we're going to have so much threat going forward. 
Um, so much steel with midfield, so much threat from wide areas as well. I, ju- I just think, um, yeah, I, I think it's starting to be. He's got he's got his work cut out because these players won't come cheap and they won't come easy. So he's really got to sort of uh, he's got to attract these players. If 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 we sign half of the players that we're linked with at the moment, those those five, which are the primary key targets, I will be over the moon. Um, if we get if we get all five, then it's an eleven out of ten window. That's ridiculous, it isn't it? If if you look, Ariola, Aguirre, Downs, Shimaka, Ram. Anana, Saar, Lingard, that's obscene. If we can if we can get that type of business done um before the window closes, then that sets us up not just for this se- this season, but for the season after. Because Lingard aside, the profile of these players, they are all young. They're players for the future. So look, potentially exciting times. As I said on the show at the weekend when Gary said, you know, what do you rate the window so far? I rate it four out of ten at the moment because there is more work to do than has been done and I, and I maintain that but that doesn't mean I'm unhappy I'm, I'm encouraged but there is a lot of work still to do and if we can go out and get these these profiles of players if we can get these people through the door then my god we're going to be in for a treat next season so um, anyway look that's it for this show I hope you enjoyed it um, as I said at the start of the show if you're still watching now I'm sure you must have enjoyed it so please hit the like button it really really helps us and subscribe to the channel also, a little mention as well um, for our podcast channel. We are now um, uh, available on all of your your, your, your favourite podcast apps. You know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, that type of thing. Search up The Booze Up and we'll be doing a couple of exclusive shows on there. But predominantly, it's going to be audio-only um, versions of our shows that are going to be released a, a day or two after the actual um, shows have gone out on YouTube. But it's not just going to be us. There's also going to be shows from uh, Mr. Nigel Khan and um, Stell from the uh, from the West Ham Voice as well. He's going to be putting some shows on there. So, yeah, so it's going to be one podcast channel with five different personalities. Uh, so, yeah, should be should be quite interesting. But anyway, look, that's it from me. I hope you uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Enjoy the rest of your day. Come on, you irons.